this ADHD life a podcast for people with ADHD, those who love us, and yes, even those who sometimes struggle to love us. Happy holidays to you. It's mid-December. I promised you last episode, which by the way, if you're keeping track, was last week. Uh, Yeah, this is actually coming out about a week after the last episode release. I'm very proud of that because if you've been listening for a while, you know a weekly release schedule is not necessarily my thing. As I mentioned in the last episode, the reason that I'm recording so so close to the last episode is I wanted to give you some gift ideas for your ADHD loved ones, or for you ADHDers out there, maybe some ideas that you can give to your loved ones, uh, some stuff that you might want or you might want to gift to yourself. These are all things that I personally own and have used that I very much enjoy, and they kind of help me get through life with ADHD a little bit better. Now, look, none of these are probably going to be groundbreaking to you. You're probably going to have heard of many of them in the past. Uh, And likely the idea of having this ADHD gift guide episode is not new to you as well, because I know a bunch of different podcasters are probably putting out a similar type of show if they haven't already. That'll be coming up. I wanted to uh, take some time for some feedback. Uh, I had a little bit of a critical feedback regarding uh, my, uh, I don't know, eschewing of risk-based focus when it comes to ADHD. And I want to make sure that I I got through in the last episode that I do not see a risk-based approach as necessarily being bad. It's just not what I want to operate from. We as ADHDers have all sorts of risks. I mean, a lot of us get locked up because of our impulsivity. A lot of us go into bankruptcy because of our impulsivity and our overwhelm and sometimes just our lack of planning and not being able to follow through. I could list a whole host of things. And in fact, when I first went to coach training, probably the first month or so was spent on all the negatives of ADHD. And a lot of us, we know the negatives of ADHD because we live with them on a daily basis. It's not to say they don't exist. They certainly do. I just prefer to come from a strengths-based type thing. How can I help you, my listener, and my clients be their best selves with ADHD or without? Because by the way, as I've mentioned, I can coach anyone. It's just I happen to have a special set of skills to coach ADHDers. Anyway, I hope that clears that up. I appreciate the feedback. Uh, You're welcome to write back if you'd like to. If you'd like to provide feedback, by the way, you can do so by writing to info at thisadhdlife.com. A little bit of feedback from me, Uh, you know, after every episode is published, for whatever reason, I torture myself by uh, listening to it in the car. And uh, as it happened, as I published the episode, I had a bit of a seminar to go to that evening. So I, I listened to it winding my way down the highways and byways of Atlanta. And I realized that when I started to mention Patreon, I said I was doing it per episode and this is really good for me. And then I sort of wandered off into something else and I didn't quite explain why. The reason I'm doing it per episode is that by doing it that way, it gives me some more incentive to make sure I'm recording episodes every month. Now, look, I'm not asking anyone to go out there and, you know, contribute a hundred bucks to the Patreon campaign. But if it means the difference between maybe getting, I don't know, a dollar a month or two dollars a month, who knows? I might actually record a second episode. It's a little bit of accountability for me, so to speak. We'll see how that works out. Uh, I mentioned it last week, patreon.com slash this ADHD life. Uh, If you go there, it gives you several different sort of uh, pledge amounts that you can do, and there's some goals up there as well. I'd love it if you check it out. All right, so let's dive into the gift ideas. 
most of these are in no particular order, but the uh, the one that I will mention last is actually my favorite thing ever. Uh, so much so that I own four of them in the house, and that, that might be a hint for what's about to come. But let's get into, again, no particular order. I'm just going to mention one of the things that I use every day of my life. Uh, I use an iPhone uh, 6S Plus right now, but that's not the gadget I'm necessarily recommending. That You will need one if you uh, decide to get this gadget. Uh, it is an Apple Watch. I actually have Generation 1. I bought it a year and a half ago. And I have to admit to you, it's not something that I use every minute of my day but is so convenient being able to just yell down to my wrist, hey Siri, set a timer for 15 minutes, or set an alarm for 3.30 p.m. if I might be taking a nap, or uh, remind me to, I don't know, take out the cat litter at 7 p.m. tonight, or remind me to take out the recycles tomorrow, or add butter to my Publix list, or, I don't know, just schedule an appointment. The Apple Watch is, is really cool. Uh, I, I think it's been overhyped uh, for the general public. For, for an ADHDer, there's a bunch of stuff that is really cool about it. Uh, I might, in a future episode, detail some of the particular applications that I use. Uh, for the most part, I have to admit, I use voice dictation the most, and I use the built-in stuff the most. Uh, but there are some other tools that I do use as well. Uh, if you're interested in that, Go ahead and write me a, a comment on the show notes or uh, to info at thisadhdlife.com, and I'll, I'll make sure that I, uh, I talk about those apps in the future. The second thing I, I've had for quite a while uh, is a wireless headset, and I was using it with sort of a, uh, well, let's just call it a plain old telephone line, even though it was because I'm a tech guy, sort of internet-based phone system, but I, I still had like a regular old desk phone with this headset plugged into it. And what this allowed me to do, particularly while I was in classes, uh, I don't do this necessarily with clients because I want to be really present and focused. What it allows me to do is wander around the house when I'm talking to someone. That's a huge thing for me. I didn't realize until about the third class in that while I was sitting at my desk trying to diligently write notes, I was actually not absorbing the information. And I had to go back and listen to the recordings of the classes to really pull the information out. One day, for some reason, I had my headset on. And, and yeah, that's right. I had a wireless headset on. And I was like dictating no, or, you know, taking notes at my desk. I decided to start redoing the cabling under my desk. I don't know what caused that to happen, but I did it. And I found that that was the class that I captured sort of the most internally. My brain just sucked that information up like a sponge. From that point forward, what I decided to do is every week I'd be on my wireless headset and I'd be doing something and all of, my, all of a sudden, my goodness, my house start getting cleaned because most of the time on a Monday, I would be out in the kitchen cleaning the stove and the counters and the sink and just making sure everything looked good. And if I had some uh, dinner to prepare, I would, uh, I would start preparing it. In fact, one of the one of the funniest calls I've had is when I was, you know, literally hands deep in cutting chicken breast and the uh, the, the leader called on me. And because I always had myself on mute, it took about a minute for me to just like put the knife down, go wash my hands and get myself off mute. Uh, I'll send a, a link in my show notes to a couple of different wireless headsets. Along with this gadget, though, is sort of the thing that I've gotten most recently. Uh, well, second most recently, because the next one's most recently. It is a USB adapter for that headset. And so what this allows me to do is plug the headset into my Mac. If you're using Windows, it allows you to plug it into your Windows PC as well, and then use it with programs like Skype or Google Hangouts or really any voice over IP application there is. In fact, last night I was talking to someone using uh, the Zoom platform and I had my wireless headset. Now, obviously, if I'm on video, I'm not going to go wandering around the house. Well, not necessarily obvious because there was time a couple weeks ago I was in a meeting and I 
I paused my video so I could walk around and concentrate. But this thing, it has been a life changer for me. It has untethered me from this sort of cacophony of wires and voice over IP stuff into a standard old telephone and let me use stuff right on my Mac. In fact, it even ties into the FaceTime program on the Mac. Uh, so I can just tell Siri to dial a phone number and boom, it's in my ear. Uh, I did that a couple times this week, calling in various prescriptions and talking to different doctor's offices and whatnot. Again, everything I mentioned will be in the show notes for this episode. So the next thing is actually the thing that I've gotten the most recent. Um, and I, so a few months ago or a few weeks ago, I went to the container store and uh, I don't know, I, I love the container store. I'm like an organization freak. I found this little bamboo kind of desk whiteboard thing. I never realized that I needed this in my life. Uh, it's, it's amazing to me. I can be on, on a phone call and just jotting down notes, or if I'm in the middle of working on something and my, my brain just screams at me, oh, you need to go take out the chicken. I can write that down so that when I've, I'm done completing the thought that I'm getting into the computer, I can get up and go take out the chicken. Apparently I ate a lot of chicken. In any case, I found it hugely helpful. The best part about it is if I do uh, jot down some tasks. So for example, last episode, I actually wrote the entire outline on this whiteboard. I can just swipe to erase those things as I do them. Really good investment. I bought mine at the container store. My link will be to one on Amazon. Uh, you can probably get it cheaper at the container store if you have one near you. If not, check it out on Amazon. Along with this, another thing that I don't personally have at the moment, but I have had in the past, is a giant whiteboard that gets mounted on the wall. A long time ago, back in my 20s, there were nights, uh, particularly Sunday nights, where I would, you know, go to bed at 11 p.m. and think, okay, I need to go to bed now. And then for some reason, my mind would decide to tell me how to solve the world's problems. That sound familiar? So I eventually, after about three sleepless Sundays, decided I was going to go out and buy a giant whiteboard. And it, it changed my life for forever, really. These days, I tend to get these ideas out of my head uh, in kind of a brainstorming session into something electronic. But uh, there are times where I could use a giant whiteboard in my life, and I, I still may go out there and get one. Uh, you know, if, if I have to explain this, well, eh, I don't know. It's self-explanatory, right? But basically, you get up, you go to the giant whiteboard, and start writing down everything that's in your head. It's kind of brainstorming. It can be mind mapping. Uh, similarly, you can actually get whiteboard paint. So if you own your house and you want to paint a whiteboard on your wall, go ahead. But that's an awesome tool, and it's something that can really help get stuff out of you in a way that then lets you get to sleep. I mentioned last week uh, a kind of a fidget toy type thing. Uh, fidget toys are huge. I do have my order in for a fidget cube. I'm hoping to get it sometime in January. Uh, I, I'm excited, but not too excited for it. I don't know if I need, you know, six ways to fidget at all times. Uh, last week, I mentioned the uh, the erasers to these things called friction pens, F-R-I-X-I-O-N. These pens are revolutionary to me. They are basically decent erasable pens. Uh, back in the day, and I'm dating myself, we had uh, Eraser-Mate was a pen company, and they had these really hard eraser caps that would almost like tear through your paper. And yeah, it was erasable, but you could never write on the paper again. These pens use friction instead, thus the sort of play on the word friction. And what happens is uh, each pen has a little bit of a, an eraser in it and you can uh, rub it and that, that friction heat uh, produced actually erases the ink from the page. Let it cool down, you can write on it again. 
These things are so popular that there is a notebook company out there that makes these uh, notebooks that you can reuse over and over again. Uh, I actually got one a while back. It's, it's not something I would recommend. The pens and just like a plain old uh, pad of paper or a notebook or particularly the notebook I'm going to be mentioning in a, in a couple minutes uh, are, are a perfect thing for an ADHD. It's really great to be able to just write at will without worrying about screwing up because if you screw up, you can just erase and go back over it. And we all know pen is a lot cleaner than pencil, right? Uh, so the eraser and the friction pens, uh, definitely inexpensive, good stocking stuffers. Uh, it's, it's a great gift for how I think hopefully it is for you too. Along with that is something called a boogie board. And I actually have a couple of these in my house. Uh, when I'm not using my uh, new bamboo whiteboard for the desk, or if it starts to fill up, and that's happened a couple times where I'll go from call to call or project to project, I pull out the boogie board. And what this is, is it's a little electronic tablet sort of thing. Um, it is not backlit, but as you press the pen on the uh, the uh, surface, uh, the, the light comes through. And so if you write hello, you see hello in sort of a greenish ink. Uh, you fill up the, the page, you can scratch things out. When you're done with it, you hit the reset button and boom, it's gone. I keep one at my desk. I keep one up on the fridge. Most of the time, the one on the fridge, while we want it to be used for things that we might need at the grocery store, most of the time it captures my thoughts while I'm wandering around on a phone call. So I mentioned notebooks a while ago, and I am someone, in fact, these next two ones are sort of polar opposites of each other. Uh, I'm someone that I like to write on uh, on paper. In fact, I know a lot of ADHDers love the feel. It's something, the tactile feel of having a pen on paper. And in fact, for a while, I was sort of a fountain pen snob, not, a, not an expensive fountain pen snob, but uh, I got into really liking the uh, the feel of a fountain pen. That was until I found the friction pens. And by the way, they don't feel as great as a fountain pen, but still they satisfy getting stuff onto paper. And I don't know about you, but there's something about being able to write really quickly that gets ideas out of my head faster than typing, even though I'm a, a really fast typer. I, I don't know what it is. Okay, with that in mind, when I was a fountain pen snob, I discovered these awesome notebooks from a company called Le uh, Levenger, sorry, called Circa Notebooks. And what they are is uh, sort of a, I don't know, kind of a cross between like a day planner notebook and a three ring binder. Uh, but they're a punched notebook that allow you to move pages uh, be between each other very easily or add paper, subtract paper, put in different types of paper. Levenger is a little bit pricey. I don't order from them anymore. Uh, Staples actually has a line of notebooks called the Arc Notebooks. I know that Office Depot, I believe, also has a product similar to this, uh, as does Office Max. But if you look at Staples, look at the show notes uh, for a link to the ARC notebook section there. Uh, I love these things. I currently have sort of a day planner in there, uh, really kind of a bullet journal uh, with just some blank pages, lined pages in there. And then I have some other different forms for trying to flesh out projects. I even put a calendar in there. I'm not getting one for 2017 because I, I like my calendar electronic, uh, but it's a really great notebook system and the flexibility just speaks to me. Okay, I mentioned that I like to write down tasks, but I also like to store tasks inside of an electronic system. And I'll, I'll be doing a show in a couple of weeks about how I personally pull all the tasks and projects together with my life or from my life. 
I, I think I mentioned that I use a Mac. I am very heavily invested in Mac and iOS. Not that I'm necessarily a fanboy, but anyone that's used a Mac and, and an iPhone knows that they kind of suck you in because everything kind of works together. So if you're not using a Mac, uh, I apologize. I know this company does have a version of the software for Android. Uh, the software I'm talking about is called Informant. It used to be called Pocket Informant. It is now Informant 5 on iOS. There is an Informant for Mac. Uh, they offer a subscription service where you get sort of both of the product products for, uh, everything I think, uh, including a sync service. And what's really neat about this solution is that it involves all sort of four areas that you'll need to be keeping track of. It has uh, contacts in it. Uh, at least the iOS version has contacts. All versions have notes, they have tasks and they have calendars. The great thing about the calendars is it syncs both to your sort of Apple based calendars or you can connect it to Google and other calendars as well. Tasks have a few different sync services, including their own, and the notes section syncs to Evernote as well as their own sync service. A lot of people use Evernote. I'm somewhat a fan. I've heard some people say it is the best thing ever for ADHD. I don't know. To me, it seems just like sort of a giant wastebasket you can throw your thoughts in and then become overwhelmed trying to organize them. That said, I have an Evernote account. I have it connected inside of Informant. The software Informant, though, is a wonderful, wonderful set of programs. If you use a Mac, if you use iOS, definitely check out the show notes and you will want to go check out those programs. So those are my gift ideas for 2016. They might appear on the list for 2017 as well. They're all things, or most of these things are things I use on a daily basis. Like I said, I don't have a giant whiteboard anymore, uh, but most of these things I use every day of my life. And some of them I absolutely use every day of my life, like the Apple watch, for example. Hey, wait a minute. You know what? I forgot. I was looking at my show notes. I'm not going to edit this out because this is a true ADD moment. I didn't mention my top gadget. This is the gadget that I would recommend to anyone, ADHD or not. It is the Amazon Echo or the little uh, baby Echo Dot. Now, I have one Amazon Echo in my office. I love it for just being able to play some music while I'm working or, or play a podcast or an audiobook while I'm working. They're a bit expensive. They're about 180 bucks unless you find them on sale. What I have throughout the house, and I have three of these, is the Echo Dot. And it uses the uh, Alexa operating system. Hopefully I didn't just trigger Alexa behind me, but you'll hear if I did, uh, because I said the magic word twice. This is an awesome platform. And the Echo Dot for $50, $40 on sale, when I got my first one back in October, I knew, uh, just kind of being a geek from way back, that this product should take off. I mean, it is packaged beautifully. It's meant to just hang on store pegs. It's priced right. The Echo Dot suffers a little bit from uh, not having the best audio, so it's not something that I'm going to want to listen to an audible book on. Uh, good enough for a podcast, good enough for a weather forecast. The reason I love it is, again, for instant capture. Uh, it's actually easier for me to talk to my Echo Dot and dictate it to do than it is to my Apple Watch. I just have to say, you know, computer, add buy milk to my to-do list. And then I use a program called If This Then That. Uh, if you're not familiar with it and you want me to do a show on that, I'm happy to. Uh, and that actually, it sucks the to-do from my Amazon account right into my reminders list uh, on, on the iPhone. And then the informant program sucks it from reminders into itself. I, I very rarely forget anything these days. The only reason I forget stuff is because I forget or I refuse or I 
insist I don't have to, actually yell, hey computer, add such and such to my to-do list. It is an awesome device. Again, link in the show notes. I just, I can't say enough. That is not something you might use every minute of the day, but it is awesome being able to just be in the kitchen, start some pasta boiling and saying, hey, computer, set a timer for eight minutes. Hey, computer, remind me that we're out of pasta because I just cooked the pasta. You know, it, it, it's a wonderful device. Highly encourage it. Uh, and at, at 50 bucks, I think it's you know pretty reasonable. Okay, now that's the end of the list. I promise you. Let's uh, talk about a few updates for this ADHD life. One is I have started pushing articles out uh, sort of irregularly, but I'm starting to flesh out, you know, what it means to be coached, what a coach is, what a coach does, what my rates are, stuff like that. So you may want to keep up with the This ADHD Life website if you have any interest in that, because I am starting to push articles out. Uh, Most of those also go to our Facebook page. Uh, this uh, facebook.com slash this ADHD life. You can find us on social media at twitter.com. We are at this ADHD life. I mentioned the website. I've mentioned the Patreon. I'll mention it again. Patreon.com slash this ADHD life. I appreciate your support. If you're looking for a gift to get me and I don't think you necessarily should be, but if you were, uh, definitely go to Patreon. If you can pledge a dollar or two an episode, that would be awesome. I mentioned last week uh, that there are no resolutions in this ADHD life. So if you're the type of person that thinks you need to be making New Year's resolutions, stop. Stop making resolutions. And if you have to do it, don't make them for the new year. I'll be talking about that more in an episode coming out the last week of this month after Christmas. But don't do it. Instead, if you want some homework, and I don't know why you want homework during the holidays, but if you if you have something that you, you know, a feeling that you got to be doing something and not, you're not doing resolutions because you're listening to me, start making a link, a list of all the accomplishments you've made this year. I've started to do it. I completed the first part of my coaching school, started a business, started this podcast, and there's a bunch of other stuff that I've done that I'm not going to bore you with here. It's going on my list. I encourage you to do the same. Why don't we end the year and start 2017 with knowing what we did really well in 2016? Only then can we figure out what we want to do more of, what we can actually do more of, how we can harness our strengths to live our best life in 2017. And then guess what? At the end of 2017, we do the same. We live an even better life in 2018. One last thing before I go and leave you to go on to your next podcast or get out of your car and go into that work meeting or go into the ball and start buying gifts or finish your run. However you listen to this one last thing, I mentioned that I'm thinking about doing some video and I am thinking about that even more today. I will have some more details next episode or first episode of the new year, but I I want to make at least an episode of this every month be a little bit more interactive. Uh, Stay tuned for that and, uh, and stay tuned to more episodes. I appreciate your listening on uh, for 2016. I know there's one more episode, but let me just tell you how much I appreciate your listening. I appreciate your feedback, info at This ADHD Life, and of course, as I always say, you can find show notes at the website as well. Oh, and uh, by the way, if you want to leave a five-star review on iTunes, that would not suck either. Uh, it helps other people know that you enjoy the content that I am delivering in an irregular fashion, but that it's enjoyable for you. It's useful for you. So if you would leave a five-star retu- uh, review at iTunes, I would very much appreciate it. Now, as I always say, and it is definitely important this time of year, I would argue the most important time of year. If you can't be good to yourself, if you won't be good to yourself, if you aren't good to yourself, how the heck are you going to be good to anybody else? 
Have a wonderful couple of weeks. Have a wonderful holiday, no matter what you celebrate. I'll be back the last week of the month to talk to you about what to do instead of resolutions for 2017.